From Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning. Focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio. That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us on the Bishop's Hour. And we're pleased to welcome in person... Katie Prada, the superintendent of schools, the director of Cap. What, what I, are, I have no, I, there's have, so many titles. There's so many titles. <laughs> the boss. Yeah. <laughs> the capital B. Uh, yes, pretty much. Is joining us. And we were just talking. Seems like school just got out. You yes. had graduations. You had all this stuff. And boom. You, you have your first teachers meeting like the first of August? Yes. Uh, it's just, we even have our new teacher orientation um, the 31st. So July 31st. So it's just, it's yes. I know. I was thinking, oh, you know, finally, it's just when you take a breath and then you turn around and you're, we're back at it, yeah. you know? And we really encourage our principals to take July off, um, you know, and not none of them actually take it off, off, but, yeah. you know, like get away, step away, unplug, like actually put out right. of office on your email, you know, um, because really, truly, it's the only time that they can step away, yeah. you know? Yeah. I was just wrapping up with a few of them with some things in um, the end of June. And then here we are, like mid-July. Yes, I just can't believe it. And school actually starts mid-August? Yeah, it'll start mid-August. Yes, wow. yes. But we, I mean, I, you know, all of our teachers and our principals, they're just back early just to prepare and, yeah, get everything ready for that first day of new kids. Wow. And yeah. You have- how many is 35 elementary schools? Yeah, 35. Yeah. Um, and we have, we'll have our new teacher orientation um, at the end of July. We'll have 50, a little over 50 brand new teachers um, to our diocese. So that's always really exciting. Um, and we will have four new principals this year. And is that sort of normal attrition? Yeah, that's pretty normal. I was joking this past year because last year we had quite a few principals retire. Um, and so last year, year over summer we were hiring for i think 13 i had 13 new principals last year yes in the elementary schools so this year we were saying oh we only have four you know praise the lord (laughs) that was it was great news so we were really fortunate um so what do you look for in a principal how do you you know obviously you'll get a lot of candidates How, how do you yeah looking for i think that's a great question the very first thing um is that you know we're so focused on hiring for mission i think that there's so much that you can teach um a a new principal Mm -hmm. you know on the administrative side and how to be a good communicator um but what you can't really teach are those just innate behaviors you know of of being mission driven and faith focused and Mm -hmm. you know um that, that just has to come first, um, right. you know, in our Catholic schools. And so we really look for that. And then obviously, you know, we look for all of the other things, like a good communicator. And sure. <laughs> so is there you know. training for somebody? Uh, presumably they, if they haven't been a principal, they're coming from the teaching ranks. Sure. Uh, maybe in this diocese, maybe not. Sure. Could even be coming from the public school system. Yeah. Is there a training for principals? There is. I mean, there's obviously some professional programs, and there are Catholic school programs out there for administration. Um, And then we also do in-house leadership training as well. So especially, you know, we like to look and identify, you know, teacher leaders and really kind of build that pool within. Mm -hmm. Um, And we do that through our leadership training program, Leadership Academy. And, you know, and some teachers, um, while they love the training program, they also realize, you know, during that discernment process, I absolutely don't want to be a principal. Uh, (laughs) Like, this is way too much work. (laughs) Do do you have any principals that still teach? Yeah, we have a couple teaching principals, um, which is... Which is amazing to see. I mean, the just, you know, the amount that a principal has on their plate yeah. and then to step away and take off that administrative hat and step into the classroom and be a classroom teacher. I mean, it's like doing two full time jobs. Um, you know, it's pretty incredible. But we have very few, but we have still. Yeah, uh, I always thought when I was a kid going to school that and I went to just public schools, but. I, I always thought that the principal was just sitting in the office 
waiting for someone to send me to the office. Right. And that was her whole job. (laughs) I kind of thought that too. Uh, It is, I do have a funny principal story about that of just the first, my first, yes, because I was a principal and I obviously it was a teacher before I was a principal. And, and the very first day of school as a brand new principal is so exciting. And the first day of school is so exciting, regardless of, you know, whether, what role you play. Uh, however, you know, when you, you celebrate with mass and, you know, you give your big welcome speech and it's so happy. And then once everyone though goes to their classroom and gets settled with their teacher and whatnot, I took a step back and was kind of like went to my principal office and then kind mm-hmm. of had that feeling of uh-huh. what do I do now? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I don't have kids in my classroom. I don't have chaos. I don't have, you know, uh, you know, icebreakers, whatever, you know, whatever the case is on the very first day. I just kind of sat there for a minute and took a breath. And I was like, okay, like now what? (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, I mean, but then then I quickly learned there's. So what happens? I mean, what 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 does a principal do? Yeah, I mean, there's. Definitely a ton of different facets, Um, you know, operational vitality of administration. You know, when we look at that, um, we're really looking at advancement and development, um, marketing, you know, Mm -hmm. things for things of that nature for the school. Um, There's governance of and leadership of, you know, developing your leadership team and your parent groups and, you know, focusing on fundraising and building teacher leaders within. And, um, you know, there's accreditation that goes along with academic excellence and reviewing your student scores. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, my personal favorite part of being a principal was really the coaching and mentoring aspect of that and really working alongside teachers and then partnering with parents and ensuring that every single student, you know, um, had exactly what they need in terms of resources and support so that they could be successful. So is fundraising a part of a principal's job? Um, I like to think of fundraising as an absolute necessity for a Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Um, and the role that the principal plays in that, I think, varies. Uh, that is something that, yes, a, a principal ultimately is in charge of every aspect of their school. Sure. But but we do have a lot of great support in place. So we have, you know, parent teacher groups and we have CSACs and we, we have different, you know, groups of parents that really volunteer their time, but, but talent, an elementary treasure. elementary school probably won't have a development officer or anything that... No, we, we don't. We do yeah. not have a development office. Nothing like a high school like has. a high school would. Right. Yeah. We do have advancement directors in our element in our Catholic elementary schools, which are great. Right. Um, some are full-time, some are part-time, some we share between schools. Right. We definitely realized in the last... Um, you know, in the, in the last few years, how important advancement work is, um, and how important it was to help take that off of a principal's plate. None of us went to school for PR or marketing or, you know, advertising, you know, so while we're really good, maybe really good at making flyers and brochures. Yes. (laughs) This day and age that won't cut it. (laughs) So you still are hiring. Yeah, we're still hiring. Yes, uh, absolutely. We still have some open positions. I have a credential. It's time to come back. (laughs) I never taught. Well, no, I did. I taught at City College. Oh, okay. What did you teach? Journalism. Oh. And law. Oh, oh, that's interesting. Gosh, what made you want to teach law? Uh, it was just, it was part of my, my oh. credential said I could. <laughs> and so they were, <laughs> and they... so they said, well, you're teaching law. You know, it was not like, Hey, I'll yeah. teach law. So you got voluntold. <laughs> yeah. 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 Voluntold. That's good. <laughs> and I like how it's, you know, you see something like, Oh, I can teach English language arts. And they're like, and you're also going to teach this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they, they kind of look at your, you know, your schooling uh-huh. and then they say, well, you're actually credentialed to teach x y and z yes you know and we actually need x y and z <laughs> taught and you're thinking i i, I don't know how to t- yeah I, I actually was teaching english too and i'm going oh. i don't know how to i hate english <laughs> i mean the subject yes uh, you know even though i'm a writer i hate it 
<laughs> you know, I don't know a verb from a noun. Uh, yeah, that that's pretty hilarious. Yeah, you know, just, you're teaching English, like diagramming sentences and all that. Yeah. Stuff. So did you did you know what you were doing when you accepted that job? Well, I thought it was, it was going to be mostly journalism, which 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 was you know being the the advisor to this to the school paper. Oh, okay. You know, oh, and, that's and, fun. And, and so that's sort of like being an editor. Yeah. That's something I've done, you know. And so that was really fun. But to fill out the whole schedule, yeah. especially at a community college, you know, you you know, it's not like at a university where, well, this semester I'm just writing a book. Sure. Or, or I'm doing research. Or, no, at a community college you're teaching. You know, it's well, like, like you are yeah. in an elementary school or sure. high school. You know, yeah. you're a teacher. And so the you know, okay, the, the, being the the uh, advisor to the student paper is half time, and then these other things will make you full time. Yeah, you know, yeah. Law, <laughs> English. Were you at home at night, like trying to learn whatever you oh, were going to teach oh, the next yeah. day? Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I remember later, just in, I just got went back into journalism full time. You know, because all, I love teaching journalism, but I wanted to go with the students because they were they were going off into jobs. Oh, and, I bet. And, you know, and it was but. I remember uh, uh, they called me and said, we, we just have a night class we need taught. You know, can we bring you back to teach a night class? And I went and talked to them, and I thought, okay, this, this, I think I can work this into my schedule. And they said, well, okay, here's the room. There's the TV camera, and you don't have any students. You, it's just it's oh. all remote. This was way pre-COVID. Wow. It was, it was, it was for People that it was just at the starting of the where we're internet and all yeah, this kind of people, online education exactly and and I said what because the whole thing to me about teaching was interacting with oh yes and you feed and off said, that energy I'm going to sit here from seven to nine at night and talk for two <laughs> hours to nobody to people yeah, it was not Zoom where you could actually see people and people could respond yeah. I, I, I said, I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? I can't even imagine I, that. I couldn't imagine Because there's either. no even check for understanding. No, like, I, is everyone still with me? Yeah. We're it, good. It, 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 did anybody <laughs> laugh at my joke? Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> is everyone still awake? Uh, yeah. I, 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 I couldn't have done it for two hours once, no less twice a week oh, no. for a, a semester. No. Two hours is a long time. Two oh, minutes I mean, without an audience is oh, a long yes, time. Oh, yes. 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 I mean, ra- radio is hard enough because yes. you're not aware of an audience. Sure. Where, whereas, uh, you know, when you're doing something live in front of a, uh, a classroom. Yes. And and you can see, you know, and you get a, a dialogue going. Yes. And, and people are volunteering stuff. Then, then it's really, it's yes. fun and it's interesting and you're not looking at the clock or, or oh, anything yeah. else. But... Uh, <laughs> Just, yeah, I don't know how people do that. I mean, uh, I, yeah. Arizona State has a huge. Well, you went to Arizona. Yeah, State. They, have they have a, a huge, huge online. Pro- oh, program. they have a huge Deg- program it's now. A degree program. Yes, yeah. yes. So it's pretty. I mean, it's pretty they're, incredible. They're like the gold standard, in fact, for, yes. for online learning. Yes, uh, and it's it's yes, and it's definitely grown, and it's and I mean, I think the you know the benefit is that anyone can go anywhere. You exactly. know. Um, so I, I do think that there are so many benefits. And yeah. thank goodness we've come a long way since right. your, you know, first go at it <laughs> of talking to the TV for two hours. <laughs> oh, that's a, yeah. I, you kind of know what you can do. I mean, like, sometimes you like to take a challenge and, and do something. Uh, oh, uh, sure. Uh, like last fall I got asked to do, I was doing a lot of uh, ESPN Plus for baseball and football and basketball. Oh, okay. They said, we need somebody to do color on soccer. And I'm like, there's no scoring in soccer. <laughs> what do you talk about? And I, I, I remember going home and saying to my wife, this is comical because it's not one of my sports. You know. and, and I talked to the play-by-play guy, and he'd never done soccer either. And we're both like, this is impossible. <laughs> and then I said, let's do it. So did you do and it? I did it. Oh, I need to look this up. Men's soccer for UC Davis. Okay. Women's soccer. And I, what I did was is I, I, because they archive all that stuff, I went to college soccer games 
and, and, and I listened to what they did, and I thought, is the color commentator saying anything that I couldn't say? Like, wow, that was a great kick. Right, you, right, you know, yeah. Or is he doing a lot of technical stuff that I don't know about? Because they can only read so much. Definitely. You can only do so much homework. You eventually learn the rules. So you, if the ball goes in the net, it's a, it's yeah, a goal. Yeah, it's real, you <laughs> yeah. should be really excited. But, but so, yeah, <laughs> goal, you know, but, but, you know, six times out of seven, the ball goes in the net, and you think it's a goal, and everybody knows that somebody was offside. Yes. And I'm going, what's offside? <laughs> I know what offside is in football. I don't know what offside is in But it turned out being really fun. And and it was I was sort of proud of myself. Yeah, for, good for you. For, instead of just saying, no, I don't know anything about soccer, went ahead and did it. And it Love turned, that. turned out being great. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I also need to look one of those up so I can listen to it. Oh, yeah. 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 And, I, and I like soccer. I really like watching soccer. It's fun. Soccer's really fun. It's, it's really fun. Yeah, it's it's uh, it was, and those people are in such great shape. Oh, every they time I see a running. soccer group, yeah, <laughs> I and just running think, and running. Gosh, there's so much running. Sometimes I think yeah. my knees are hurting. Like, watching yeah, and run. the and the the uh, the injuries. Yeah, you know? oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. If somebody runs by you and breathes, they go down and, <laughs> and they're holding their. It's almost know. yes. It's almost as if did they take a drama course? Is that yeah. part of <laughs> their soccer and training? Begging the guy, you know, <laughs> I want a red card. I want a yellow card. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's just funny. Oh, but, that's funny. Yeah. Well, good for you. That's that's awesome. And it's really interesting to see the difference between women's soccer and men's soccer. Mm. Just the sort of the attitudes of the players men when they score a goal they have just been god's gift to the world yeah women they score a goal yeah i scored a goal okay big deal act like you've been here before <laughs> yeah get back you know? to work get back to work yeah, the game's not over it's so different <laughs> you know <laughs> It's like game over. I scored a goal, you know, with uh-huh. the men, you know. Yes. <laughs> anyway. Isn't that the truth? Yeah. So if you need if you need a somebody that can teach law and coach soccer. I mean, yes. Yeah. And journalism. <laughs> and journalism. Yeah. I'm yeah. your guy. Or and or radio. Like or that radio. I mean kids yeah. would love that. Oh, oh, they would be do, yeah. do you have do you have any any do, well, I presume some of you that you're Schools would have a school paper, probably. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. We have uh, quite a few of our schools. Yes, they run a little school paper. Um, And then, you know, we're really fortunate to have so many just amazing parents with so many gifts and talents and skills and areas of expertise that, you know, a lot of them do volunteer their time and in the after school or, you know, whatever. And they run clubs for, you know, like video and technology and graphic design and, you know, kind of all those Um, all of their areas. And so we're really blessed just to have that, you know, of, you know, we welcome our parents, like come in and teach the kids something, yeah. you know, well, that's the great part about the Sacramento area is, is there's so many parents that have so many skills. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. Yes. It's just amazing. All the different professional fields that, that our parents are in. So do you have robotics in elementary school? We do have robotics and we have a couple of a really strong robotic teams. I don't know if you saw, but, um, St. Francis high school, their all all girls team just won a huge robotics. Yes. Yes. So we definitely promote that in our elementary schools. We were just chatting the other day about, uh, trying to host sort of a diocesan-wide robotics uh-huh. competition event mm-hmm. because you know you know you hosted our right. Academia this past school year and we have our mental map bowl and so anyways we host a variety of events so we were just chatting let's you know let's start a robotics competition for our schools that have a team and then obviously that'll hopefully encourage and motivate some of our schools who don't have one you know right. to join one or you know our our one of the great things about our schools is that um, they're really just helpful to one another. So, you know, yeah. any principal can call any principal and say, oh, you know, I heard you started a robotics team. Can we come over and see that so that we can right. see how we can start one at our school? Um, so everyone's just really supportive in that way, which I think is awesome because it just it helps us just grow as a system, you know, yeah. um, and support kids in every way we can. 
Oh, that's great. Yeah, so anyways, I'll keep you posted if we yeah. end up having a competition. Oh, I'd love to see I it. mean, the kids are just amazing, like the what they can build. I don't and, even know what it is. And I coding don't. and, you know, yeah. even things that they've been coding and things of that nature. They're, they're amazing. They know more than me. That's that's oh, for sure. I, in that, yeah, in that. I, I remember one of my one of my daughters in in high school at the time was part of the robotics team or whatever it was, and I'd I'd take her and drop her off and kind of peek in. Uh-huh. You know? And I thought I would first off I'd get electrocuted or something <laughs> if I walked in there. You know, it's like like don't don't go near anything. But she loved it. Yeah. Yes. I would not say that that is necessarily my set of skills. Yeah. <laughs> but being um, being a supporter and a big cheerleader for that, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> for those that are, for those that you know, that's their niche. <laughs> so. So, yes, yeah, so hiring is still happening. So um, anyone can just look, check out the diocesan website or edjoin. SCD.org. SCD.org um, or edjoin.org, I think. Yeah. Um, all of our jobs are listed there. They can also always just personally just reach out to us in the Catholic Schools Department here yeah. at the Sacramento um, di- Diocese. Feel free to give us a call, any one of us in the office. Um, you know, and then we can help, you know, figure out like what's what Catholic school you're close to, um, put you in touch with anybody that we think would be helpful. Um, Very good. Yeah, Catholic high schools too. They I know that they're still looking for, they still have some open positions as well. So absolutely. Excellent. Yeah. Katie, God bless you and all your staff and all those kids and parents, and uh, we'll look forward to a great school year. Oh, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to, yes, catching up after everybody's back. Great. That's going to do it for us for today. Oh, we're, nope, we're not done. We're going to take a break, oh. and we're going to come back, and uh, we w- was able to sit down with Bishop Soto to talk about his trip to Lourdes in the spring and a, a variety of things, and we're going to play that interv- interview for you next. So stay tuned. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at the thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store, donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items. Your donations help to fund the many projects of the St. Vincent de Paul Society throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Do such wonderful, wonderful work, and the thrift store is uh, one of the the ways they uh, raise the funds to help people throughout the diocese, and also uh, uh, many of their clients are able to access the uh, thrift store for uh, items that they need. You can uh, give them a call. They will come pick it up as well, but you can uh, give them a call. They're at 916-972-1212. And remember, again, the thrift store is open Uh, seven days a week at 2275 Watt Avenue right here in Sacramento. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you... uh, Turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-725. 4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrus Heights. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and longstanding support of the Bishop's Hour. Well, we're very pleased to welcome in Bishop Jaime Soto. Bishop, good to see you in person. Well, it's good to good to be here, Bob. And, uh, and um, here we are in at the uh, at the kind of the threshold of of summer, and uh, uh, we've had a very pleasant, oh, very pleasant goodness. weather. And everybody's been kind of saying, you know, what does this mean? And uh, well, I thought I I thought maybe we'd move to Orange County. <laughs> <laughs> 
no, no. The traffic would be much worse. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But those sea breezes coming in every day. Oh yeah, no. It's been it's been uh, delightful. It says I, but I, I I hear that that's all coming to that's, an end. It's uh, cr- all coming to an end. crashing to an end. I, a few weeks ago, I was actually up for confirmation. Uh, I was up for confirmation at. Uh, it's going to come to me in a second. Um, Lake Aminor, oh, Our sure. Lady of the Snows in Lake Aminor. Yeah, had a beautiful a, church. Yeah, beautiful church. Uh, just wonderful setting. Uh, we almost lost it in a, 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 a fire or two ago, but right. uh, thanks be to God, it was spared. And uh, uh, we had a very nice confirmation. And in the evening, it rained. Wow. And it rained. And uh, and it was a good rain. And I I know I was grateful for, the, you know, some folks were saying, this is, oh, we've had enough of right, this, right. you know. Yeah. And... Um, uh, but I was grateful for the rain, particularly at this time, because hopefully, I mean, uh, fires in this part of the state are inevitable. But if we can somehow, uh, you know, with the moisture that they don't become, they don't get that catastrophic, right. cataclysmic level that we've had so many summers in a row. So, you know, hopefully that, that uh, God uh, God hears us and uh, we've had plenty of rain and that hopefully that means the moisture that our, our fires are, are, are containable. Yeah, some of the, the pine trees have just, I mean, they're just brittle. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, and then it just jumps from tree to tree and it's... it's yeah, then it's, it's unstoppable. Yeah, and I, I've never seen anything like it as long as I've lived here. It's, it's just, uh, I've lived here since I was five years old and, and never, I mean, we always had occasional forest fires but it just yeah well i mean, well, I mean I, not to not to uh, it, 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 fires are also you know sadly also part of you know the the southern california landscape yes. and i remember you know there uh, again uh, um if the fires would get into some of the ravines you mm-hmm. know particularly along you know, like say laguna or right. or or malibu or in some of the other you know stretches of ravines and and the and, and again like here the the fire almost take creates its own climate its own storm yeah yeah its own storm and it can just and then the, fi- the all the firemen can do is just get out of the way cuz yeah. it, it 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 gets to this philosophy that they that they can't uh, can't manage was well, the one we had a few years ago on the west side of Reading, they they actually talked about a fire nado and they showed this almost tornado like thing yeah. that had winds over 100 miles an hour yeah that it yeah. had created on its yeah. own and yeah. then it just uh, like you say they just have to get out of there yeah yeah you just nothing you can do yeah you know. yeah but in case i so having said that you know obviously i i think we we do have to have to offer some thanks to god for the rain that we've had yeah. and uh, but then also just you know pray that uh uh, you know, we that we don't have any of those uh, catastrophic fires this yeah. this, yeah. this summer. And one of the warnings I'm hearing as the temperature is supposed to be maybe up to 105, 110 <laughs> is don't go jump in some of those rivers because it's oh, snow yeah. melt. And yeah, they yeah. say the shock from going from 110 into what might be 40, 50 degree water. Yeah, is, or even colder. Or even colder. That that's just not not yeah. advisable. Not good. Not good. Not good. Yeah. So. We'll just stay out of all of that. Okay, well, I can assure you I will not do this. Yes, <laughs> but speaking of water, uh, not very Yes, long that's ago, a good transition. You, <laughs> a very good transition, yeah. Uh, you returned from Lourdes. Yes, I was in Lourdes. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, uh, at least I, I don't know if, how much you may have had, you or, or some of your listeners may have had a chance to read some of my re- reflections we, we or homilies. Sh- we shared the, the dispatches, which yeah. are just wonderful. No, thank you. Uh, and But one of them, actually, I, I gave a homily there in in Lourdes uh, talking reflecting on actually let's see driving back I believe from confirmations in Susanville and oh, you had to, and sure. I had to drive through come down Interstate 80 go go to Reno and then right. come back take down. 395 to yes. Reno and then, and then yeah. come down and 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 you know the the snow melt yeah. there was still snow but it was all beginning to melt and you could see almost kind of like all the rocks were almost like bleeding you mm-hmm. know there's this water coming out everywhere yeah. and um and it was quite a sight. It was quite a sight of nature to to be driving along and seeing all see this, yeah, see would. all this water rushing out from everywhere, and um, uh, and I, you know, uh, and 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 
that I thought of that image, you know, being in the grotto of our, our lady of, of Lourdes. And, you know, obviously it's the spring, the spring of water that comes out that the, the miraculous spring that is, uh, uh, that it caused, uh, that, uh, you know, was such a, such an impact on, on Bernadette and sure. caused quite a stir. And, and, and here we are, you know, um, Many years later, and it's it's just it's such a a, a place of hope and healing and yeah. and grace. It's uh it's uh, I, so I uh, let's see I, I I'm for for sure I've been there three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is it's quite possible that this was my fourth time there. Have you always gone with the Knights of Malta. I've always gone with the Knights of Malta, and it is a um, and uh, one might say, well, gee, you know, this would get a little routine, and and and. Uh, you know what the what's always new about all of these visits i mean obviously the many of the people i travel with are have gone uh unteen times mm-hmm. more than mm-hmm. i have to Lourdes. and some of the some of the the members of the order of malta are are very uh devout in their yearly pilgrimage right. to Lourdes. and um but what what again what makes these the these these uh visits uh, unique is that uh, the the Order of Malta brings um, men and women uh, from uh, you know f- from the different communities. There were there were you know individuals from here, the Sacramento region, right. uh, who are you know sick or you know have um, uh, health conditions that you know that are, are uh, chronic, chronic, or that they're, you know that. Um, uh, um, and that they, you know, that uh, they've expressed uh, the 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 individuals expressed, uh, you know, an, uh, an eagerness to want to come to Our Lady, Our Lady of the Lords, and to ask her intercession. And so, um, this I think this was probably this recent uh, trip to Lourdes was probably our our our. I mean, it's for the for the. Um, uh, how should I say for our contingent from Northern mm-hmm. California, uh, it, it was I think probably our largest in terms oh, of wow. uh, I I think we may have brought something close to about sixty malads oh or gosh, sixty I, individuals. Yeah, and so, I thought it was much fewer than that. Yeah, That's, no, it was, uh, yeah. and that we were uh, I did not go, but the the the, the local. Um, Order of Malta group here was one of the first groups to go back to Lourdes. They they did not go back in the usual springtime, um, and they just when things were opening up, and there was a window of opportunity in the summer, and so they actually organized the trip quickly. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't able to go because of other commitments, but um, a, a whole contingent from from uh, Northern California went to wow. to Lourdes then. And uh, but this time uh, there was uh, I mean it was it was a large group it was but our, our group was probably sixty and of course now when we go uh, uh, members of the Order of Malta from all over the world are also there so I mean it just it becomes this rather. Uh, uh, you know, amazing, uh, you know, in, encounter, uh, amazing gathering of, 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 of men, women, children, uh, who of, of different kinds of, of, of physical um, and ailments, and um, and uh, and and then also, and then the Knights of Malta from all over the world. And it, for these just beautiful liturgies, and mm-hmm. and 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 um, you know the the campus—that's probably not the right word—but the campus sure. uh, of of the of the shrine uh, is called the domain. Right. It's it's so you know it's 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 wonderfully it's just uh, very prudently protected, and so you know that. Um, there isn't just a lot of that. I mean, there are shops and all the other sure. kind of stuff that go along with sure. these kinds of sites, but in the domain, there isn't any of that, or or very little of that. And so you you enter into this this really oasis oasis. How uh, big would uh, the domain be? Oh gosh, there must be you know several acres. Oh. Uh, you know, I, and it's hard. For, I, I don't have a good sense of proportion, but I mean, it's 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 a um, uh, it would be. Uh, you know, of the extent of of a uh, you know uh, one of our uh, large um, 
campuses of of like a, a you know a Sac State or oh, a, or a UC yeah. Davis. I mean, oh, you know, it's, it's a good it's size. a big good size, but yeah. you know, I mean, it's not class. Well, there are there I mean, there's obviously um, um, chapels and and basilicas and and then also um, you know hospitals and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, other and halls and auditoriums for different conferences and talks. But it's a it is a, a very uh, a spiritual environment. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a uh, it's a it's a wonderful. And I I, I think for uh, oftentimes, I mean, the, our schedule is during the time there is pretty intense. Um, but there are there are times or moments for for rest, and and it's not uncommon for uh, particularly for again the, the people who are you know. Um, Sick, or even though, and even though they may be tired, that they will, uh, they will still they'll go back. Mm-hmm. They'll go back by themselves, or they'll go back in the company of you know uh, their caregivers, or or maybe a, a couple of the members of just to be there quietly in front of the grotto or in one of the shrines, uh, one of the basilicas. There. Is it crowded at all times? Is it? Oh, um, I you know I mean it's. Uh, I did not have a sense of it being crowded, you know, mm-hmm. in the sense like, uh, you know, how should I say, uh, like Disneyland, like a Disneyland yeah. crowded. Uh, I mean, there there are plenty of people there, but um, I, I didn't get that sense of. I mean, uh, I'll say, for example, at certain times, um, you try to get close to the grotto. Now, the grotto will be, you know, could be swarmed, right. you know, and then and you really can't get close to. Or at certain hours when they're doing. Um, uh, when the baths are open, uh, that then you know there's long lines right. and that kind of thing. But other other than that, that doesn't. Uh, I mean, it's it, it was rather very relatively easy to move around. The uh, were the baths closed during COVID? Yes, they were. Yeah. Yes, they were. And then um, and they've opened, but uh, that, at least when we were there, and I I went in with. Uh, I think I, I may have communicated that that. Uh, I, w- I went in uh, actually with a couple of Dominican sisters, and and they the uh, the Lord's um, shrine has kind of changed the routine, so it's not they you don't that they don't immerse you in in uh-huh. the in the in the water. And they so, used to, they yeah, yeah, you would go in and yeah. yeah, full immersion, and they don't do that. So uh, so we went in what and what they have the individuals do that go in is. Uh, they, it's a, it's a, I think a very beautiful ritual that they have. That you, um, they, they tell you the story uh, of you know the encounter between Bernadette mm-hmm. and the, the Blessed Mother, where the Blessed Mother tells Bernadette what to do. You know, in terms of in terms of looking for the, the this font of water, and for her to um, uh, to wash and to drink. And so, uh, and and Bernadette, um, she, uh, you know, she washed her face, and she washed her hands, and she drank from the fountain, from the from the spring, and uh, and so uh, that's so that story is repeated, mm-hmm. and then and and then they bring over a bowl of water, and you're asked to to wash uh, your face, to wash your hands, and to drink. Wow. Wow. So in a certain sense, I, I, I mean, I, I, it was uh, uh, a wonderful way of kind of uh, um, drawing closer to the experience of Bernadette. And the, the, we hear over and over that the spiritual healing is is very real. Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I mean, I, the um, I mean, again, I'm 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 no by no means no uh, uh, Lord's expert, but um, you know. If, Many of again, many of the the members of of the Order of Malta, you know, make the claim, and I, and I think with with confidence that they say that everyone who goes to Lourdes will have a cure, yeah. you know. But but what that cure will be, right? You know, lead, we have to leave that in God's hands. Yeah. Wow. So you you'll go back. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll go back with that. Yeah, and and. What was the response you got from the Malats, say on the trip home or, or after they left Lourdes? 
you know, I think it's it's in, in many ways kind of like a. I mean, they're they're very grateful, and they just you know, in some sense, their heads are are. Um, let's see, I don't even know if that's the right word, but almost kind of like saturated and intoxicated mm-hmm. with everything that happened, and so yeah. it's, and so I mean, and that uh, you know if. if you ever been on a a powerful retreat or or, or some kind of or or you know or, or some other kind of uh, very significant experience? It that it 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 unfolds. Mm-hmm. It unfolds over time, and right. it, and 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 it kind of blossoms over time. And so, I mean, they were you know they were uh, very excited and you know grateful, tired, you know, from because it's a. It's it's a bit of a workout, and then you know the flight home is long, and sure. and so some are just anxious to get home. But I, you know, I, I there's just the whole aftermath of. What, uh, is there a typical day for a malat, uh, in terms of what what would be a typical day for somebody that accompanied uh, the knights? Um, well, every day's every day there is there's kind of a whole. It's a whole. It's uh, every day has you know kind of different. What he would, what how would I say? different um moments mm-hmm. you know and so you know there's one day where there's you know um where in some sense the focus is actually confession uh-huh. you know and then there's another day where the focus is actually the anointing of the sick mm-hmm. and then then obviously the uh, another day that is you know, very focused on going to the baths mm-hmm. and um and and then there's another day where we gather with other Malta groups, and it's um, we have mass at the grotto. Mm-hmm. As a, well, I, I, you know, that, that's a very moving experience yeah. for me. I only you know, one, I, you know, I, I think it's moving for everybody else that's there. But for those of us who are <coughs> um, celebrants for the mass, we're we're uh, or the bishop celebrants of the mass. We're seated in the grotto. Wow! So so you so for us, you know, I, obviously I can hear the music and I can hear sure. who's ever preaching, but you know, in in the background is just the kind of the uh, gurgling, sing songy melody of the of the of the the spring. Wow! Well, I have to go. Yeah. Oh, you should. Yeah. yeah I have to go. Yeah. Maybe next year. Yeah. Well. I think a, v- a very big deal, Corpus Christi Sunday, yeah, a few weeks ago, the return of the cup, yeah, it's uh, that's huge. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, uh, I, it was, it was time to do it, and and I, I, um, I mean, I'll, I'll take the opportunity to say uh, to apologize. I, sh- I should have done it sooner, but I, I, I didn't want to um, return to the practice of uh, of offering the the cup, uh, the the blood of Christ, the chalice. Uh, without being having clear in my mind, under what conditions would I have to pull it away again? Right, right. And so, um, so um, my coworker here, uh, Deacon Greg, and I kind of wrestled with, you know, different measurements and you know how how bad what what should we watch? What should we keep our eye on? Um, in terms of, um, you know, infections or you know both from from the. Uh, influenza mm-hmm. inflections as well as you know any new because we've done it prior to COVID. yeah sure yeah, sure yeah. and and but you know COVID adds a new wrinkle sure. to that and so and and i you know i'm, I'm pretty satisfied that we have uh, some pretty good measurements that we're able to keep track of mm-hmm. and that where we and the information's available and should we see anything abnormal that we would then be able to take the proper measures to that withdraw the the you know the, the cup and I you know I, I but I and, and one of the part of the reason I'm glad that you you brought that up is 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 one that I, I people generally have been um, delighted to to be able to have that opportunity to uh, to receive from the chalice and um, and and I you know I again I I get uh, unsolicited you know thanks and. Well, you know what a what a wonderful thing, and and uh, and pastors, you know, who were perhaps somewhat reluctant, you know, and uncertain, then then um, found, uh, you know, people were, oh wow, this is, you know, I'm so glad that we're mm-hmm. able to do this, um, and 
but I, I, I did want to take the opportunity to obviously remind everyone, and I, I think people, generally people understand this, that, you know, to, to receive, you know, uh, the Lord Jesus uh, in, in, in the host uh, or, or uh, alone or to receive Jesus in, from the chalice uh, in the, the blood of Christ uh, alone, that one is, you know, receiving the whole Christ. I mean, you're receiving, you know, the body and blood, soul and divinity uh, uh, um, of Christ and that, um, that no one is in some sense deprived of Jesus uh, because uh because communion is offered either most often on, on just the, just the host, um, but that what what the uh, offering both uh, um, both you know the bread of life and the cup of, of salvation uh, does uh, you know provide a, a for for the faithful a fuller expression a fuller way of responding to you know. Uh, to Jesus's invitation, take this and eat. Right. You know, take this and drink, right. and and that that we're able to like James and John, uh, you know, and 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 Simon and Andrew, um, you know, uh, take what the Lord has uh, taken, receive what the Lord has given us. This is a w- wonderful, you know, wonderful I, I expression. Would, uh, recommend that people you wrote about this. Yes, uh, on on the diocesan website, uh, scd.org. I recommend everybody to read that because it's very. I'm not sure that it's universally understood that w- either or is complete. Right, but. As you explain, you do both, and you get a, a more a, a fuller right, expression. right, fuller expression. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, I'm delighted, and I'm uh, I'm and uh, that and I the priests were uh, grateful, and even more so that that the response is, has has been enthusiastic. In terms well, of, you terms know, it of seems faithful. to me we're always one step ahead of the county health department anyway. But <laughs> but do, do do they ever? Do they ever step into something like that and say, you shouldn't be doing this or you should do this or it's okay to do this? No, what normally happens, no. I mean, I, I you know, that uh, uh, I think COVID was a, uh, you know, a kind of a rare instance. And I, I mean, I, and I think healthcare officials, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't want to yeah. get into that domain and, right. and, uh, um, <laughs> Um, I still remember going back, you know, and, and this had to do with, uh, you know, singing or not singing, you oh, know, yeah. and, and yeah. I, and I, I remember speaking to somebody from the state off uh, in the, in the governor's office. And I, I, I said, you know, I, I, I just really don't. And I, again, that came from the governor's office. I don't think it really came from, you know, well, I don't think it originated with right. county health officials. And I, I said, uh, I, said I, I really don't think you should go there, you know. And I, <laughs> and I says, and I'm, I'm a little embarrassed to be, kind of, uh, uh, you know, uh, defending that because you know, um, we have a hard time getting Catholics to sing in general, anyway, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And so, uh, you know, I, I just don't, I, I don't really think anybody's in danger of infection. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would really be a good problem that would to be have. A good problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, what does happen, uh, Bob, and is um, what did happen, and what does and still does happen is that I mean, obviously, particularly here in the Sacramento region, we have a lot of healthcare professionals and, right. and doctors, and more often, it's going to be you know, uh, doctor so and so who's a parishioner at a parish sure. who might say to father, hey, you know, maybe right. you should think about this, and so that and, and because uh, you know, because you know, in a place like Sacramento, everybody's got an opinion. Yeah, they do. And yeah. uh, so I, that's why uh, Deacon Greg and I wanted to make sure that we had some real clear standards and a criteria as to, you know, what's you know, what's the quote unquote safe. Right. zone and and when it when it gets outside of that that we're able to take uh the proper measures bishop uh right around the corner world youth day yeah i, I that uh actually i'll just say that um uh you know i i am planning on going I'm, and there's a there's quite a quite a group from from sacramento i don't know the the whole numbers but i mean there's i'll say there's you know there's a, a few hundred you know i would wow. maybe yeah. i'd say two or three hundred maybe Boy, more uh and so um 
Actually, let's see. I, I'm not sure. I'm, I think it's this Saturday. If it's not this Saturday, it's the following Saturday. I, I do have a mass with at St. Isidore's. Yes. Yeah, I think that's July one. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. Right, right on the corner. And uh, it's for I don't know if ever, all the youth who are going will be able to make it, but a good number of of the of the groups who are going will will go. And uh, I'm very grateful to my brother priests. Uh, who heroically are going to lead, you know, some of these groups, and and mm. I'm I'm kind of I won't I won't say give names, but I'm some I'm amazed at some of the guys who are going. I said, oh wow, you're going to go, and oh, and because uh, um, it it is I've I've said this you know I've, I've said this before, um, it's a wonderful experience. It is a workout. It is a workout, and and it and this is this really is for the young, you know, <laughs> and uh, uh, and. Uh, and and so, and I for for bishops, um, you know they they, you know we're we're per, fairly well taken care of and and and, and uh, it's and it's still a, a fatiguing mm-hmm. uh, exercise. But um, you know for for the priests uh, who are in many cases closer to the you know to the, uh, working. With the youth and right. having them move, have right. to kind of move with them from place to place. It's a, that's it's a real workout, and so uh, they're all going to go straight to heaven. Oh, good. Uh, so, good. Uh, so Saturday, July one, uh, eleven a.m. to one p.m. at St. Isidore's up in uh, Yuba City, and then you'll have a mass in Lisbon as well. Yes, that's or, right. We're going to do a mass uh, there. So you know, I I think uh, I, I some dioceses. Will some diocese will uh, plan? They'll organize a group, you know, right. a big group, you know, and and, and uh, that's a lot of work. And yeah. um, and but here in Sacramento uh, parishes uh, or communities, um, they kind of plan their own activities, and then and then my uh, my um, my coworkers and I we plan act- activities right. for them to to be able to gather. And um, and and to kind of meet one another and get right. connected and 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 it it winds up being much better because you know some again some some groups will really go very rustic you know mm-hmm. and uh, I won't I, I won't name some of the <laughs> the guys who who are are, are real adventurers um, but and then and others others tend to <coughs> you know they'll make hotel arrangements mm-hmm. and obviously the. There's a differential in cost and that, sure. <clears throat> and uh, but I mean, I guess in some sense it's you know uh, um, how much do you want to get into the whole experience right. of, of uh, and and then there's you know obviously the side trips and um, I'm sure you know lots of folks are going to be going to Fatima we're, 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 and then many people and, make it there uh, maybe a couple hours away something oh yeah yeah it's not far yeah. you know uh, and then. Um, so I'm sure. I mean, there's just going to be gobs of people who will go there, and and I'm sure they will travel to some other places. Uh, I'm sure some folks are probably going to do uh, a part of the Camino mm-hmm. because there is a uh, Portuguese Camino, you know, that goes up to Santiago de Compostela. And, and joins the other Camino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, well, right. well, it it goes, you know, it goes up the Atlantic coast okay. to Santiago de Compostela. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, oh, oh uh, I see. Yeah, from the other direction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, so and, and there's going to be a stateside. Uh, uh, oh yes, that's right. Day up yeah. at uh, Trinity Pines. That's in, right. In that's Colfax right. As well. Yeah, yeah I remember. Uh, I, I, you know, we're, I'm, I'm sure we're going to. Tr- well, I'm certain we're going to try again to see if we can't do a, a live cast. You know, uh, it's of, hard at Trinity Pines. Yeah, uh, just, no, not at Trinity Pines at Camp Pendola. It's hard. Yeah. Cause oh yeah, well, I but, see. Uh, Boy, yeah. Yeah. Pines, yeah, I don't even think the I don't think I don't even think the the the, the federal government can. No, I don't can, think so. We <laughs> tried a couple of times to hook up with Jennifer. Uh, it's uh, tough. Campbell and it's tough. To, it's, it's 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 remote. Yeah, it's we remote. Need Morse code or something to, to <laughs> get through. <laughs> Smoke signals. Smoke yeah. signals. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but but that that will. I know you've tried to to, to do it for Trinity Pines. So yeah. No. I, I I we've I, we've done it in the past, or I think maybe we've done some pre-recordings or whatever. But I, you know, I, I I'm sure we're gonna make try to do it again. So very good. Yeah. And finally, um, we just came off of a wonderful vocations dinner. Oh yeah, yeah. Where 
61 altar servers? Yeah, yeah. No, I think it was actually close to 70. You know, when you add when that. When you add the ones that we didn't uh, know right. about the last. Yeah. That's right. And that's grown every year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That was just wonderful yeah. to see them bouncing up to the. Yeah. Shake your hand yeah. and get a picture and get a certificate. And, yeah. Um, well, I, I just, you know, um, obviously there's many dimensions to the um, to the Eucharistic revival that are that are important and that require attention, but I I, I am uh, uh, more and more drawn to the opportunity that we have during the Eucharistic revival to um, to re- revive and or, or to to build up. Um, the, you know that that very important ministry, the ministry of altar service, altar serving, and um, which you know again both young 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 men and young women can participate in, in, in and that it's a it provides just a an, a wonderful experience for um, uh, young children and young people to actually be very close to the rituals of of the of, of the holy mass and. Um, and to participate in a way that few other people are able Very to do, few, yeah. and um, and I, I and I it's a it's a it for for parishes who you know perhaps have kind of let the altar server ministry uh, lapse, and this is I mean COVID was one situation, but even prior to that, you know there was it wasn't always it wasn't always um, promoted right. in, in 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 parishes, and it was more how shall I say, kind of haphazard, you know, mm-hmm. that young children or young people who were interested in that. But I, but actually to, to I, you know, I've, I've encouraged the, the, the priests and others to become more intentional about the mm-hmm. ministry during this Eucharistic revival, become more intentional about the altar service. Uh, because one, it's a, as I said, a wonderful experience for children and young people. Uh, but it's also, it's, a, it, it, Enhances the liturgy tremendously. Oh yeah, you know, and and um, and uh, and I, you know, to, you know, and I, you know, even when I when I do by ceremonies in different places, I I I try to insist on having to try to provide a full complement of service, mm-hmm. you know, and and you know, unfortunately, many parishes are able to do that. Unfortunately, some parishes they they just don't have the the bench, as we right. would say, right, and. Uh, and that's 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 unfortunate, and and I don't think that has to be. And I I, I again just want to encourage people, uh, and encourage my brother priests to to do what we can to invigorate that. And and find one one of the other very compelling reasons is because um, that it the 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 ministry of altar service does plant seeds okay. in the, in the minds and the hearts of young men and women. Uh, for men in the priesthood, for women, the religious life, um, oh, and and even even if as they if they if they choose uh, you know um, a, a more you know secular uh, path, but that they can that, that they uh, they they have the understanding they can be close to their faith, right. you know, right. and that they can uh, that they you know that they they have a more uh, religious understanding of. Uh, the role in the world, and, and the, other thing and the liturgy does, liturgy does that in a oh, powerful absolutely. way. Absolutely, and you know, it brings the whole family to mass too. Oh yeah, well, that okay, that's okay. That's <laughs> that's the reason number four. <laughs> you have to go see Sally on the altar. Yeah, you know? there you go. Yeah. yeah, reason number four. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I think it, well, you know that um, uh, I. I I, I, uh, as I said, it does enhance the liturgy, and I also, when people do see, it's such a sign of hope mm-hmm. for parishioners to see, yeah. um, you know, um, children and young yep. people involved in the liturgy, and uh, and and again, it, it does mean uh, they have to be trained well, sure, you know, and they and they and. And they have to be given the, the you know, they, I mean, there's sometimes, um, you know, the priest or the deacon will do things that are actually more properly things that the altar mm-hmm. service should do. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, you know, I, um, <laughs> I've, you know, I've been in mass sometimes and, um, and, you know, the, the priest will hold up the missile for me to read from, and I'll take it from him, and I'll call the altar server over and put it in his hand. 
um, <laughs> because you know that really is what the the altar service should do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I, I again I I uh, I think I would ask people as we go into this Eucharistic revival, particularly now this year that we're in the parish phase, and and I am very encouraged by uh, uh, just a variety of activities and initiatives that are going on in the parish level. But I I, I would ask or or encourage that if you if you haven't thought about you know. Uh, uh, how should I say, invigorating, reinvigorating the ministry of altar servers, that this is a good year to do it. Very good. Bishop, always a joy to see you. So it's great to have a chance to talk to you. My regards to the family, and uh, and uh, and we'll, we'll talk soon. I hope everyone has a very, very blessed summer. Yes, indeed, and uh, stay cool. Thank you, Bishop. We'll take a quick break. Back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. Yeah. 